Okay, friends, it's 6.45 in the morning, and we're going to do a last-minute medical minute right before the end of my shift, courtesy of Kevin, super paramedic. Kevin turned to me at some point in the shift and asked, Don, I don't know about Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Let's talk about that. So the topic today, Stevens-Johnson syndrome. So Stevens-Johnson syndrome was first described in 1922, and you guessed it right, by Dr. Stevens and Johnson, who are both pediatricians. And what it referred to was an interesting pediatric patient they had who uh, suddenly had really severe rash and peeling of their skin, okay? Now, Stevens-Johnson syndrome is actually on a spectrum. There's Stevens-Johnson syndrome, and then there's toxic um, epidermal necrinolysis, or necrolysis, or what's called TENS. So Stevens-Johnson is the less severe form, and TENS is the more severe form. So Stevens-Johnson is usually caused by something. Something usually pisses off your immune system, and then it's your immune system that begins attacking your own skin. So that comes in a few forms. One of the most common is actually caused by drugs. Bactrim or sulfa drugs are a really well-known cause. Other well-known causes are allopurinol, some NSAIDs, like the moxicams, the second-generation uh, COX-2 inhibitors. And then there's actually a lot of seizure drugs, including car- carbamazepine, which have been known triggers. Other times, it's not a drug at all. People are on no drugs, like kids, and it can be caused by viruses and by infections. And the most famous one is actually um, mycoplasma. And in Colorado here, we actually had an outbreak of mycoplasma-caused uh, Stevens-Johnson syndrome back in 2010, which affected 10 kids off of a really bad strain of mycoplasma. So what does this look like? Um, Oftentimes, before the skin rash even begins, people will feel kind of sick. So they'll have this kind of prodrome where sometimes they'll get sore throat, sometimes they'll get achy in their skin, and then they'll begin having fevers. The next thing that usually happens is they start getting mucocutaneous symptoms. So the big thing that kind of really tees you into the fact that this is Stevens-Johnson is it often involves the mouth and it often involves the eyes. Okay, that's where it often will start. So after that, people complain of sore mouth or they'll complain of sore eyes and have photophobia and really red eyes. And then they'll break out many times in a rash. And that rash basically will cover their body. It will start out just being red, and then it will start to blister, and then it will start to slough off at times, okay? And what's actually happening is your body has, for some reason, thought that your own skin cells are toxic. And we have a few parts of our body, right? We have a few different types of white cells. There's things like neutrophils, which are granulocytes, and they basically go around gobbling up bacteria that are outside of your cells. And there's another subsegment of cells called T cells. And of those T cells, you have uh, CD4-8 cells and natural killer cells. And both of these cells are in charge of recognizing other cells in your body that are sick and killing them. So these are the cells that respond to viruses. And when viruses are in cells, they'll often try to kill the cell with the virus and hence kill the virus. Or if you have cancer, they'll actually, and they recognize that a cell has gone bad and is now cancerous, they go and kill that cell. So Stevens-Johnson is caused by basically those two cells attacking your skin. 
Now they attack the skin right at where the epidermis and the dermis come together. Okay? And that's why you have this big sloughing and this big blister formation. Now what's the difference between Stevens-Johnson and TENS? It's based on percentages. So anything less than 10% of the body affected by this rash and this sloughing uh, is called Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Anything greater than 30% is much more severe, much higher mortality, and that's called TENS. And anywhere between 10% and 30% is called Stevens-Johnson slash TENS. <laughs> so really, really smart there. So there's a spectrum of disease. How do we have... The most important thing we do in the emergency department is recognizing that people have this. Recognizing this is not a drug rash, this is not erythema multiforme, this involves the eyes, involves the mouth, and we need to get them into the hospital because this could get really, really bad. If people get to TENS, the mortality rate is actually pretty high. It's like sepsis, it's going to be around 30%. And a lot of the, the long-term sequelae of it can also be really severe. For example, when people start having that sloughing of the skin and that skin starts healing, they can actually get skin healed together. So that can happen like on the eye, where the eyelid heals to the eyeball. Okay. That can also happen in the basically private area. So in women especially, um, you can have the vaginal lips heal together. And sometimes they'll actually have to put steroids on that or um, put something in, inside the vagina to help it basically the lips not fuse. And this is all in the healing phase. Now, when the mortality rate's high, it's because your skin is damn important, right? Especially for infectious. So a lot of these people, if they have all their skin peel off, will die from either pseudomonas or will die from um, staph bacteremia. So it's important that they're monitored pretty much constantly while they're in the hospital. The the people who get really severe will often need to be, go to a burn unit. And they're cared for a lot like burn patients because all their skin kind of has fallen off, just like a burn which is kind of taking all your skin off. One important distinction is in the ER, when we see them, they'll often be tachycardic, they'll often be somewhat dehydrated, but they actually don't need as, many, as much fluids as your typical burn patient who comes in after a house fire, etc. They usually need a third as much. But the principle is control their pain, give them lots of fluid, and then, if, and then try to find out what the cause is. If it's a drug and they've already taken it, the key thing is just stopping the drug. And if you think it's an infection, say it's a young kid who's had a cough for a week or two prior to that and then comes in, oftentimes you treat them empirically for a mycoplasma by putting them on azithromycin. Okay. So really interesting stuff. Stevens-Johnson slash TENS. Uh, any questions? No. Kevin, comments? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, that ends this medical minute.